Now then, since we're in this topic, we can talk about rethink about the stewardship. This is a huge, right? The stewardship is huge. And I thought I was the only strange gal out there keep upon telling my people said stewardship is huge. I know it's not sexy, <laughs> it's not hot, it's really boring and discipline. But we fail already in the Garden of Eden right there. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> we fail right there, so we cannot fail again. So. Yes, yes, that's so true. For a kingdom entrepreneur, when I talk about rethinking stewardship, it is not only about thinking about stewarding the things that you see, but it's also about how do you steward the things that you do not see. That is the giggling between Shea Bynes, my good friend, and me. She is a passionate storyteller, teacher, and mentor whose life and business were completely transformed by encountering the unrelenting love of God. She is a founder and chief fire igniter of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, a global movement that inspires, teaches, and mentors entrepreneurs who desire to be led by God in their business so they can experience His best and have a greater kingdom impact in the marketplace. While you are listening to this, and you're probably thinking, well, Kelly, it sounds like you guys are doing the same thing. You are in the same field. Aren't you afraid of competition? No. The answer is no. Here's the thing, to advance the kingdom in the marketplace, it's a huge, huge mission. Both in Shay's mind and my mind, there is no such a thing called competition, but there's only collaboration. I think we have enough division happening within the walls inside the church, so we really don't need that in the marketplace. In the marketplace, furthermore, that we need to unite together and really equip more and more Christian and kingdom entrepreneurs to move forward in their businesses so then you can fulfill that your calling in the marketplace. Okay, so today we actually talk about a couple of very important subjects because her coming book and probably in the time of releasing this episode, the book is already out. It's called How to Do Business in God's Way. Inside this episode, you will hear a lot of uh, um, great time. <laughs> you will hear we like laugh a lot. We also have a very passionate about discussion, certain things such as the heart of a kingdom Christian entrepreneur and why intimacy is everything, meaning intimacy with God, right? And what does the success in the kingdom look like? What is the difference between the success inside the kingdom and outside the kingdom. And one of the most important topics, which I emphasize all the time to my tribe, you, it's about stewardship. So one of the chapters of the book actually talk about rethinking stewardship. In 2019 and beyond, if of nothing else, stewardship is the key to move you forward. The three prophetic words that God released to me and I've been released to my audience and tribe in 2019 is you gotta to align so you can accelerate to your abundance, triple A, okay? So 
Are you excited for this episode? I hope so. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hello, Shay. Welcome. I almost want to say welcome back, but actually, <laughs> welcome to the Christian CEO podcast. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm really happy to be here. So thanks for inviting me. Okay, guys, just so you know, I mean, we already actually 20 minutes in without here recording. So that's how good. <laughs> that We're enjoying was. ourselves. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. You know, uh, Shay, remind us that where is the location? I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay, Florida. Well, Florida was my home too. So uh, I'm in Switzerland. So guys, just see, we haven't met in person, but we feel like two sisters, like yes. banana split, whatever you call it. You know, <laughs> what happened is before when I, I used to live in America, yes. I have a lot of like uh, uh, African-American friends and we got particularly where I don't know why, and because you know they are dark chocolate and I'm yellow, so we always say when we're together, we are like a banana split, right? I love it. <laughs> so you see, I can make that joke because I'm yellow. Okay, so out there you you have to watch for what you say. So okay, you got get into controversial here now. Today I am super excited to get my sister come to the podcast. It's because she has. I want to say she has a book come out, but actually the, the right way to say is she has another book to come yes, out because she is such a prolific writer. And so she tell us a little bit about how on earth you want to write another book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, so I am, I am absolutely a writer at heart. So I do enjoy writing, but when I write books, nonfiction books, you know, for entrepreneurs. I'm only writing if God gives me an instruction, gives me something to work with, you know, for me to write. And so the kingdom driven entrepreneur, you know, community and movement that was started like six, you know, six years ago now, it started based off of a word from the Lord that was it's a community, it's a movement, and it starts with a book. And so my co-founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, her name's Antonina Gear, uh, the two of us, uh, we were just kind of praying about, okay, Lord, what is this book? What are we doing? And this was six years ago. And we wrote this book and it was called The Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Doing Business God's Way. And so when we released that book, it was the beginning of the movement back six years ago. And so a couple of years ago, I, Lord just, I just, it was just on my heart. Like I, I really, so much has happened in the last several years here. And I, and I feel like this is a completely different book now and I want to re-release it. Lord said no. It's like, Lord, but there's so much goodness that I want to share. And, and uh, no. Okay. So I put it on the shelf. And then a couple months later, I got another assignment. It was to write a book called Grace Over Grind. And so that was my 10th book. And I released that in January of 2018. Mm-hmm. And after releasing that book, a couple months later, I got like the green light to rewrite the very first book that started everything in the beginning. And I'm so grateful for God's timing and just the wisdom of God, because if I wrote that book at the, at the time that it was on my heart with a seed of my heart, that, like that seed 
at that time, if I wrote it then, the book would not have looked anything like what it actually looks like today. And I believe it is a much better book and a much more impactful message today than it would have been two years ago. And so I thank God for that. And yet still the book that he gave me to do, you know, it's doing what it's supposed to do, right? With Grace Over Grind. So, so that's why I wrote it. It's just been on my heart for a couple of years. And I, and I pursued God until I got the green light to write it. <laughs> You know, uh, before we hear recording, guys, we also have another interesting conversation. Uh, I talk, I say, you see, this is interesting, right? I mean, you have to whole shape back, back, like don't write a book. I mean, you have to push me to write a book. So, That's right. So, you know, God just, you know, have a different kids just as we are, uh, just that we, we both are parents here. And, and uh, so now share that. You know, I know from uh, what you sent me the, you know, the, the content of the book, which I'm super excited about. Uh, tell us a little bit about your thoughts uh, when it comes to the heart of a kingdom, kingdom-driven entrepreneur. Yeah, so... I love talking about this topic because I think it, 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 it's, uh, it's enlightening for a lot of, a lot of us. It's people who are just like me, who were Christian, love Jesus. You know, I like Jesus is my Lord and Savior. But as it related to my, the way I did business, I was never seeking God about my business. You know, years ago, I wasn't seeking God for business. I wasn't even talking to him about my business unless it was like, hey, here's my plans. Oh, you know, Lord, bless these plans, right? I mean, maybe <laughs> I would do that. But really... I was, the way I was learning about business, the way I chose to do business, everything about it was based off of just what I was learning in the world's way of doing things. But I, but I love Jesus, right? But, they, but I was not kingdom driven, kingdom focused, kingdom minded, none of that, right? Just someone who loved Jesus who happened to be in business. And there are lots and lots of people who were just like me, right? Yeah. And so what God just completely transformed my heart and my mind on this thing, on what, you know, on doing everything with him, everything, right? And so for, for a kingdom-driven entrepreneur, that's someone, it's not, it's not satisfying to that person to just say, I'm a Christian business owner or to put like, you know, have a sticker that says Christian business owner or to have, you know, to have the, you know, have a picture of Jesus or, you know, you know, all those things that, that, you know, you see. It's mm -hmm. not enough for somebody like that because someone who's kingdom driven, like their heart is that I, if you think about the words, kingdom driven, driven, like what am I motivated by and what am I propelled forward by? It's by the kingdom, the kingdom of God, God's way of being, God's way of doing things, his rule, his reign, right? And that looks completely different. In fact, I would say upside down from the way it would be if you were just like, a, I happen to love Jesus, but I'm out here doing business in, in integrity, right? Yeah, as best yeah. as I can. And even maybe, maybe even I have read Proverbs a hundred times and I'm doing business based off of the wisdom of the Bible, but that still doesn't mean that you are focused in on seeing the kingdom of God advance through the work that you do, seeing the glory of God revealed through the work that you do in the marketplace. It's a completely different conversation. And I believe that God's heart is to see more of his sons and daughters to align with his heart for the world by being kingdom driven, kingdom minded, kingdom focused and what they put their hands to. And if, you, if what you're putting your hands to is business, then that means he's involved in that too. And it should be for his glory. Exactly. And I'm so glad you, you mentioned about that. I think um, my personal background that how I became a Christian is quite different. So, so then uh, uh, I was 
I was saved uh, where I was born in Taiwan and was total be marked as the rebellious outcast because <laughs> that moment we only had two percent of people yeah were Christian and my mom disowned me because I I, I became a Christian but so therefore uh, I literally when I moved to America I had a cultural shock when it come to like uh, how I do I say that I guess it's the podcast, my podcast. So I just gotta say it directly then. Um, a little bit more passive sometimes. Uh, when we just like let's say some Sunday church go or some sometimes just Sunday, it can't separate between Monday yeah. to Saturday, right? Um, when Pete, I remember up to today, I experienced that when um, I was leading a women ministry um, a group. And then um, it happened, uh, one of the ladies, we went to grocery shopping. And I was standing in front of the aisle of the, uh, the how you say it, in the breakfast aisle and a lot of uh, different cereals and kind of things. And I was standing in front of that and I was just going mumble in my mouth. What I was mumble was, God, which one? You know, <laughs> I couldn't make a decision. So I said, kind of came to me naturally. I just asked God, which one? And she heard it, and she said, you even asked God about which cereal you? <laughs> and uh, I kind of, before she asked, so for me, it's a natural thing. Now she asked, it made me feel like, oh, so you don't do that? Right, <laughs> right, right. Like, this isn't, this isn't normal? This isn't how we live life? No. And so when they time when, I mean, in the, I got saved when I was in the corporate career. So also the marketing project, everything. And that time I become an entrepreneur. I am known by my clients say, Kelly is going to have business meeting with Jesus today. Yes. I mean, they, they literally can see my Instagram post today is Jesus business day. Yes. And the thing is, if you truly die, ask God as our savior, then he should be in your business that's right right lord of it yeah and i love you also mentioned in your book about intimacy it's everything yes let's talk about that yeah i mean because that's the foundation because this is and this is this is what i've learned is because without intimacy with god i mean relation like relationship not just hey i talk this way to god you know Hey, you know, I speak this way to God, but no, but just like fellowship, abiding in Jesus, like real relationship. Without having that, it's very difficult to live a life of, you know, people are always talking about, you know, it's important to be obedient to the word of the Lord and it's important to be obedient to God's ways. And when God gives you an unusual instruction, you know, it's important to do that. Man, let me tell you, it is hard to trust God without intimacy. Yeah. It is very hard. You can have a religious kind of like, okay, well, I know God's in charge and, you know, and be like, I, I, you know, I reverence God as, as, you know, the one who's got it all together, right? You might have that, but as far as your personal walk and your ability to just walk into the things that are on his heart concerning you with your business, to do just like crazy stuff that is not in anybody's, anybody's textbook, no one would tell you to do it that way, doesn't make sense. It's very hard. Mm -hmm. to follow him if you don't have intimacy. For one, without intimacy, it's hard to know that you even hear him, yes. right? 
So there's always, there's, there's that part, right? I mean, you talk about how do you get to know someone? It takes time. Intimacy takes time, time together, you know, th that whole thing, right? And so without that, and without having that time with him that helps you even understand who you are in him and how he sees you, if you don't have all of those things, it's so hard to trust. Forget radical obedience. It's hard just to be regular obedient. You know, where the stuff, you know forget radical obedience. Forget the stuff that just doesn't make any sense in your logical head. It's hard because we, it's almost like, I mean, if you can be like, I, we, there's so many times where it's like, you're just, we're just trying to do things in our own strength. And mm -hmm. it makes sense to us, we do it. If we can, if we can figure it out or we just so independent minded, right. Yeah. But that's just not the life that he's called us to. And so without that intimacy, the other stuff just falls apart. And that's actually why I start the book talking about about right after the heart of a kingdom driven entrepreneur, I go right into intimacy because without intimacy, everything else that's talked about in the book fails. Mm -hmm. You might start along a path and be okay for a little bit, or you might go so far, but it will not, you will not thrive. You will not yeah. thrive in relationship with him. You will not thrive in business with him if you don't focus in on that part, right? It's, it, is, it is absolutely vital to everything. I know because I've lived it and I've known because I've seen others live it and I've mentored many people in the process of it who have seen the other stuff fall apart because that foundation isn't there. Yes, and uh, um, I think a lot of people, uh, when, especially when it comes to business-wise, right? Uh, people often ask, so how do you know that's God's, that's God's idea? Or uh, how do you know it is okay to do so? Right. And it's just like when we think about intimacy, just that even just your best friend. Right. How did you get to know your best friend? Well, obviously, you spend time, you uh, uh, sow into efforts and love and care and yes. sometimes maybe some heartbreak as well. You know, right. all those things. And, and I think sometimes we forget about that and uh, we treat God like ATM machine. Yes, yes. Like when we have something and then we go to him to ask for it. And then when yes. we don't need something, then we kind of forget about him. That's right. And so let's talk about then um, the definition of success in the kingdom uh, compared with the success outside the kingdom. Yeah. So success outside of the kingdom. I mean, and everyone would define that different ways, but a lot of times the, the success would be, okay, well, you know, these particular goals that were met. So how did you do financially? Did you meet your seven figures? Everyone wants your seven figure business. I know. <laughs> My multiple six figure business, you know, you know the thing, you know what it's like. Yeah. And so sometimes it's like, well, people will define it by that. Okay. Well, did I reach this mark of this particular income, right? Did I reach this particular profit? Or there might be something else that they have on their mind that's success. Did I reach this level of prominence or what have you, right? right. All kinds of things around success. The problem with those ideas of success, um, outside of whether they may, they, they may or may not be aligned with what God has for you, that's, that's a whole other issue. But the right. other problem with it is that you don't see success until you reach this mountaintop, right? So this whole time that you're working towards whatever it is, that's not success until you reach this destination called success. But in the kingdom, it's like, really, what did God put before us? Radical faith and radical obedience, right? If we have faith and we have obedience, then we are, we are already walking out that success. We are already success walking. It is success on its way somewhere, right? But, it's, but as long as you have, if it's like if you've got faith, and I say radical faith, if you've got radical faith, 
that's another discussion. And you've yeah. got <laughs> radical obedience, then you already are successful. In the kingdom, you're already a success. Whether the outside of, you know, whether it looks like it's success to anybody else or whether it has the fruit of what you expect the fruit of success to look like or, or not yet, is it, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. You're already success, but things are going to manifest as you're seeking the kingdom first, as you're seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness first. All these things are added, right? And so, but you are success walking. Yeah, you know, uh, I do want to make a clear note to those of you who are listening or watching. We are not, both of us, we are not uh, against at all, you know, the profit generating. Uh, uh, no, those not you at all. You have to, right? Yes, you have I'm, to. I'm with you. Yes. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> Otherwise, you cannot, you cannot sustain your business, then you are out, right. out of your calling of your business mountain, right? That's right. So I want to make this clear now. So when we are talking about this, we are not, the same way that you think that we were in maybe some churches, some false teaching about that kind of thing. Okay. That's a totally yes. another, another. And topic. I will look forward to when I look forward to the day that we don't have to make that disclaimer. Right. Exactly. I look forward to the day when we don't have to make that disclaimer. Exactly. We're still in this space where there's a lot of people that are you know, being <laughs> taught certain things, but no, make no mistake. You're, you're a business owner. And businesses generate profits. They make revenues to generate profits. Otherwise, they don't exist anymore. I mean, this is just, this is the way it is. Yeah, it's Absolutely. interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Like seven mountains, right? So each mountain have its own calling and outcome. So if you are in religion mountain, okay, you are called the Levites, right? So you better steward well. You, you, the, the, the flood of the sheep that God asks you to, to steward in that. And, but then in the government mountain, you know, you better lead the God's way and impact nations, all those stuff. But then you see each mountain, we are expected to produce results. Yes. And yes. in business, the result, it's your revenue. It is your team. It's your people, you know, it's your clients and all those things. So, so That's I just right. want to make this super, super clear about the, the success. The thing is the other day, I literally make a chart kind of just imagine that uh, a simple table and 11 right column, right? So one yes. column is like uh, um, um, uh, God's way to do business. And the other side is like a world's way to do business, right? So, so um, yeah, I will release, release that chart very soon. But basically, if one side almost, I right away kind of brainstorm down like how one side is like a goal, pure goal-driven, either that's a number, often time and the yes. other side the first is people driven because I, I always say that our success and destiny is not in the what but is in the who the who yeah is in the who because yes. it's in the who between you and God's relationship and then it's in the who between you and the tribe that you should be serving. That's right. Right? That's so right. now then since we're in this topic share we can talk about rethink about the stewardship. This is a huge right? The stewardship is huge. And I thought I was the only strange gal out there keep upon telling my people said, stewardship is huge. I know it's not sexy. <laughs> it's not hot. It's really boring and disciplined. But we fail already in the Garden of Eden right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we fail right 
there so we cannot fail again. So. Yes, yes, that's so true. That's so true. So the thing around rethinking stewardship, so stewardship, like I said, it's really it's a super important topic, right? And when you think about the the conversation around stewardship, which maybe isn't had enough, but when you think about your typical conversation of stewardship, it is typically surrounding uh, kind of the management of things that you already have, like things that are already in your possession, things that you have access to already, kind of stewarding those things. A lot of times the conversation is around finances specifically, but sometimes the conversation might be, you know, stewarding your relationships or, you know, or stewarding, you know, various things, but it's things that are already seen, things that you are already currently managing. When I'm talking about rethinking stewardship, and that's an important, that's an important discussion, but for a kingdom entrepreneur, when I talk about rethinking stewardship, it is not only about thinking about stewarding the things that you see, but it's also about how do you steward the things that you do not see, right? That's the conversation about rethinking stewardship. And that's a walk that God took me on. It's like, because I mean, if you're truly going to be a kingdom-driven entrepreneur, and you, that, that means there's going to be a lot of things that are uncomfortable. There's a, this is a serious faith walk. And there's certain things that, that God desires to see happen. But if you don't see it, if you can't see it, then you're scared or you don't want to walk in it or whatever. And then you get scared. But we have to be able to steward the things that we can't see just as much as we steward the things that we can see. So that whole chapter, talks about all the lessons that God took me through, some of them financial related, the finances that I did not see, or those resources that I did not see, right? Mm -hmm. That word that was spoken that I can't see it yet, but it's already been spoken, right? How, how, how do we steward those things? What does that look like? How do you do that intentionally so that you can see those things? If you can't steward the things you don't see, then you're never going to see them. Exactly. So you have to be able to steward what you cannot see just as much as you can steward those things that are already, you know, in your, in your hands, right? Which is our typical stewardship conversation. I told you we walk in spirit. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> because in the, in the, uh, the coming, the power of one framework, that program, you know, the first, very first thing that I asked my uh, beta tester do it. I asked them to clean out the three different spaces. One is about their digital space. Okay. One is the physical space. And the third one is their mental space. Yes. And then that alone, and then we link to the time, the time stewardship, yep. and also uh, the energy level stewardship. Yes, yes. So those things is like a, not very tangible, You're, right? Not the tan right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, not the tangible things. Yeah. So then so many of them say from the beginning is that oh really you want me to clean my office? Or really you want me to clean out my Dropbox folder or uh, G Suite? I say yes. The interesting thing is the moment they did, things open up. Yes. They start to see the things they didn't see before. Yes. And right. already there, right? So oh, I'm super I'm super excited about the book. Um, <laughs> now I love the next chapter you talk about permission granted. <laughs> yes, permission to dream, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it's so important because sometimes what happens is sometimes what happens to a kingdom entrepreneur is that they get rightfully so, they get to a point where they're positioned their heart to, I want to do those things that 
that God's kind of leading me to do. And so I want to be Holy Spirit led and everything, right? But, and I want to be faithful and I want to be obedient, all this. And that's absolutely critical. It's critical. That's absolutely part of it. But sometimes what happens is that you get to a point of stagnation and you're stuck. And why are you stuck? Because you were waiting for instructions that are not going to come. Because (laughs) why? Because God actually gives us permission to dream with him. And so when you have intimacy with him and you're already, you're already walking life with him, you're already doing business with him. It's like, you're like, he moves, you move, you're flowing, right? You're abiding in him right? It doesn't mean that it's just you're going to operate off of like a robot. He didn't call you to be like a a servant. He called you to be a friend, right? A son and a daughter. And so there's things that he does. He delights in our ability to dream, but you're dreaming with him, right? And so sometimes people get stuck because they get stuck in the, and I know I don't say anything that I haven't walked through. Like like (laughs) everything that I say, everything that I have said and everything I will continue to say is is because I I, I had to walk that walk, right? And and you get to this point. And the thing is, it's really fun when God, when you when you realize that you can hear God's voice and he's giving you instructions, you're like, ooh, I like this, right? I like this rhythm. I like this. I like to see the fruit of what happens when I follow God. Yeah. Right. But but it's like training. He's training you to hear him, to walk with him, to flow with him, all of those things, right? But when you already have his heart, you know, Psalm 37, 4, it's like delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. He will give you like the very secret petitions of your heart. And one of the translations of the word, like uh, it's, it's like, it's like he puts it upon you. It's like mm-hmm. he's placing it on you. So then when you get to a point where your like your heart and his heart are on the same page, right? Like the things that you dream or the things he dreams for you, you have to realize like you have permission to dream and what you are dreaming are his thoughts, you know, concerning. So then, so sometimes people get stuck because they're sitting around waiting for something that's not coming. You already have his heart. You've already walked this thing out. You already like, just go dream and go and feel free because he will course correct you. He will, you know, he'll still course correct you. He'll still get you on the right path and he'll, you know, he'll still give you new ideas that you hadn't thought of and all of those things. But you're not stuck. You're not stuck sitting and waiting for instructions all the time. But there is a season when you need to wait for some instructions before you move. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> absolutely the, the, those times. So we have permission to dream. It has already been granted. Yeah. Is I, I, for this, I really can say about two points. One, it's uh, a lot of time that I literally just told my people, I think yesterday, uh, one of the mastermind groups, uh, I say, listen, you're waiting on God, God is waiting on you. Um, I share with them that one uh, physical exercise we did in the leadership training mm-hmm. uh, with John Maxwell. And uh, what he did, because I was in the first batch, so he still have a lot to do that with us then. Uh, we were instructing we in a ballroom and was empty that ballroom. And we have like, uh, there's a 10 leaders standing against a wall and the other 10 against another wall. So he asked, I need a volunteer. And so nobody dared to raise up a hand because, you know. Because I don't know what I'm signing up for. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but some brave soul raised up his hand. And then so he said, okay, so only thing I want you to do is walk from this side to that side of the room. And he said, that's it. And John said, yeah. That's it. So he walked. And 
Now he asked, I need a second volunteer. So now I have more people there raise up him. And then he gave that person the same instruction. I want you to go from this side of the room to that side of the room, but with one difference. You cannot walk the way, the same way the first one did. Okay? So he asked a third time. Now everybody wants to raise up hand to figure yes. out kind of this game play. Okay, I don't want the last one in the room, right? So now, 20 people. I learned that I play with about 50 leaders. I went to corporation training. I helped them to train their leaders. I, I play with 50 people. Nobody walked the same way from one end to the other. Of course, in the end, you will see some funny one, like a rolling, like a crawling. Yes. But I, I heard my colleague, they did up to 500 leaders. Still, oh, wow. nobody will add the same. Yes. And the moral of this story is this. We have to abandon the idea of how. Right? Because think about, if you are, let's say, let's say you're 80 people, you, if you are the 79, <laughs> you actually have no idea what the 78 persons ahead of you, what they're going to do, how That's they're right. going to close that room. That's but right. guess what? You have God-given gifts. That's right. You will be able, just that moment, that like one, two seconds, you will somehow, because you have to go, no choices, so you will go. And yes. you will find out the way, just on the way, you know, and that's, that's part right. of the entrepreneur thing. That's right. It's like, he's not giving you a full blueprint. Like here's the steps one through 500. If you're, it's like, a lot, it, it comes, the clarity comes as you move. Yeah. It really well, does. Sometimes I wish he does though. I listen, I wish. <laughs> and sometimes, and sometimes like in, in, in just, in just the graciousness of God, like there's times where you might get like this full picture. Exactly. But it's still only a full picture of the subset of something else that's bigger than that, right? Exactly. So there's never a time when you were getting the full picture. Some people will be like, oh, man, God gave me this vision, and I saw this, this, this. I'm like, yeah, that's wonderful that he gave you all of that. Now you go do all of that and know that that's still a smaller part of something else that he's got, right? But, but you know, but praise God when he gives us that, you know? Friends I just can I just formulas can, too. Yeah, you know, I just amazing. can sense now in my spirit, I see God just have a big green, and he's doing this. For those of you listening, you're basically doing just he just kind of hold his chin and then he just smile yes. and look down and look at these two crazy daughters uh, <laughs> talking about uh, things that sometimes we wish you had a blueprint. And right. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> we wish just oh, don't tell us the next, right? Yeah. Even right. Sometimes yeah, like I don't I don't want to know anymore. So don't 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 give me any more because I'm gonna get scared. I don't you know I don't want to do that. Don't. That was certainly my journey with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, you know, six years ago. Gosh, if he'd given me a whole bunch of stuff, I wouldn't have known. I would be like, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. About? How, yeah. how am I going to do that? Yeah. So that's, that's why I say Holy Spirit sometimes is very sneaky. Yes, he knows. Jehovah's yeah. sneaky. <laughs> I got to pronounce this is the best Christian CEO podcast episode ever because we totally ruined the whole structure of the podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. You see, you see how she just said she loves it. She ruined my podcast. She's happy. <laughs> um, okay, guys. But you did say it's like your favorite. So. Yeah, it's my 
my favorite. Yeah. So guys, actually, I just want to take this opportunity to say this is actually my goal 2019 for this podcast. You know, uh, it's about time that we have, you know, first of all, Kingdom is a super fun, just so you know. If you totally have, fun. Have, have, have you figured out yet? <laughs> um, number two, always surprise. We always have surprise. The thing is, we, know, we don't always let a surprise from the Lord. Right. Right. Uh, number three, that if you truly you think you are called to be an entrepreneur, or let's say you finally made a decision you want to be a Christian CEO or kingdom entrepreneur, you need to buy her book. Okay? It's mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it is my, it is, it's truly my heart that it's before, something that's like, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Say it again. No, I say I did not drink wine. I drink tea. People probably think I'm drunk. Uh, Shay, what did you what did you say? Sorry. I just wanted to say that I it is it is absolutely my prayer that it is a book that is a resource that's gone over like over and over again. That has been the testimony of the Grace Over Grind book, which is like you no, know, people are like, no, I read it over and over again, over and over again, and I go back and I reread it, and that's and that's really my my prayer with this one as well because um, every time you read it, I, I have books that I do that with where I go back and I reread it. Every time I read it, I get something new. God shows me something else based on where I am at that moment, right then and what I need. And so that's my prayer. Awesome. And uh, the thing is, uh, uh, kid- all kidding aside, I really, really just want to use this opportunity to call out all of you out there watching this video and uh, listen to this podcast. You know, even the YouTube channel, believe it or not, it's so tough to build up a Christian based Christian business based YouTube channel. You know why? Because y'all, you are not searching Christian uh, uh, entrepreneur or Christian whatever. I mean, I try every single tool. I ask all the experts and that just tell me one thing. It wasn't ready. The season wasn't here. But I, I, I feel that if you are hearing my voice or watching these two crazy women right here in the screen, <laughs> You have the obligation to share this episode, share this book with others. And it's about time we had to unite together. It's too much division, separation, pain in all other mountains at the moment. And kingdom, we got to unite it together. Yes, you know? body uh, of Christ. Yes, body of Christ. We gotta unite together. Okay, share. so where can we get a book? And where can we get a book? Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com, click right there on books, you're going to see all of our books and that one will be right there on the top. But it's also, you can also go directly to Amazon and get it as well, but available in paperback and Kindle and audio version as well. Awesome. Okay. So we surely put that in the show notes and then uh, Shay, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show. Uh, well, can you tell we have a good time? <laughs> Oh yeah, this was this was fun. We were just hanging out. <laughs> okay. I'm glad others get to listen to our fun conversation. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Shay. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. What a delightful conversation. I hope you did enjoy the episode as much as both Shay and I created for you. Now, please go go to the show note, which is kellyballer.com forward slash zero six four to get Shay's book okay uh, second thing though you know 
Being a Christian entrepreneur in the marketplace is not easy. It's almost like entrepreneur is already uh, is a rare breed. And be a Christian entrepreneur, we have to unlearn a lot of stuff. We sometimes even need to detox a lot of uh, false teaching in our mind uh, through the past. Therefore, we are like a unicorn. And you cannot do this journey by yourself. So therefore, I'm inviting you and really uh, come to the website and there are some gifts I created for you. It's kellyballard.com forward slash learn. There is a lot of uh, exciting things uh, I am preparing for you in 2019. This actually is the very first episode in 2019. There is a reason. I have been um, really... Uh, praying and fasting uh, over 21 days. I did my Daniel fast as usual and uh, God revealed a lot of stuff and I will continue to reveal to you bit by bit as the time come but what I can tell you is this the key phrase will be identity aligned success or identity aligned prosperity or identity-aligned entrepreneurs. Because as what you just heard, our conversation, the success in the kingdom is quite different than the success in the world. And again, we are not against all the uh, specific goals and those, those things. We have to pursue those things. But how to get to our goal achieved? how to really reach our potential and how we can, you know, have a breakthrough in a limited amount of time and resources and truly access to the unlimited resource which we are granted from heaven. And that is a coming episode that we will talk about more. In the meantime, if you haven't connected with me yet in Instagram or Facebook, and please do. And uh, also in the YouTube videos, this episode will be also available in the YouTube videos. Just go to YouTube channel and key in Katie Bother. You will find my channel and please subscribe to it. And uh, we will go from there. Okay. Thank you so much for today's and I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.